Good day, and welcome to Far Reaches Extra, or FRX as we call it. FRX is a chance for the gang to reach a little deeper with a one-on-one -on -one interview and discover people and topics that make this world worth living in. We hope you enjoy this random journey and feel free to send in your suggestions or even call us out to be on the next episode of Far Reaches Extra. Hey, good day. How are your mom and them? Welcome to Far Reaches Extra. That's right. It's the extra part where we have like usually a one-on-one -on -one conversation with somebody we just want to really get a chance to know a little bit better instead of putting up with three other yahoos. It's just one yahoo and one special guest. So today, so excited. I've been talking about this for a while. Our very special guest is Miss Cindy Klein, author of one of my favorite books. And I kid you not, I have no reason to BS this. Um, I read this book in like a weekend. It's the Molly Maguire Welcome Home to Murder. And it's a uh, Molly Maguire cozy mystery. So Cindy, thank you Hello, so much for God. joining us. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm outstanding. A uh, little disclosure. Cindy and I worked together a long time ago. Uh, we only saw each other a couple times, but we talked on the phone all the time and she saved my bacon on at least a <laughs> daily basis, if not more often. And so... We have not seen or talked to each other in a long time, but when I found her on the Facebook with these books, I was like, holy, that's the Cindy I know. And so <laughs> I uh, I suckered her into being on Far Reaches Extra so she could talk about her books and what's coming up. And so, Cindy, thank you. How are you? Good. I am well. I am uh, enjoying this part of my life. So. Outstanding. So you're outside at home right now. Is that where we're at? I am outside at home and, and hopefully... Like I mentioned, the storm is going to go around us and not, <laughs> not uh, hit me, and I'll have to run in the house real quick. So we'll, uh, we'll um, adapt and overcome. That's what Far Reaches yes, is all about, just making so. the best of her. So um, awesome. So I have a pile of questions because I've never really got to talk face to face to an authentic, real author before. So I have, I hopefully, if I ask too many questions, just tell me to shut my yap. But my oh, first one is like, what is a Molly Maguire cozy mystery? How do you how do you classify that? Okay, well, it's a subgenre genre, obviously of mysteries. Um, what it is is that it tends to be um, done in a small town. Um, tends to be a you know, close community. Uh, the detective is usually usually a, um, a inexperienced person who just kind of gets caught into, <laughs> caught into <laughs> mystery and um and happens to solve it so okay so it's a specific genre of like mystery writing and so like um they kind of like when you're looking at it, it's like ah i see you have this small town local hero so to speak and so it kind of falls into that that subcategory right. is that how it is exactly yeah. and this what? and then and what's been the big thing about it is the like the sex and the violence are off screen, so there's gotcha. not. Um, I mean, I my hairdresser's you know nine year old daughter reads these books, <laughs> um, and so you know there's not you know very little swearing. Um, and before I wrote them, I I read them obviously, and mm -hmm. to me I consider them a lot of times like a quick read. Like you said, you did it in a weekend. Um, I used to take them to the beach. You know, type of thing. They were always a good thing to read at the beach or on vacation, that type of thing. So awesome. Yeah, that was my next question is like, so what of all the genres, what drew you to this one? And it sounds like you were a big fan of them already. 
and, and want to be able to have your hairdresser's nine-year-old read them or a 47-year-old dude living in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm older than you will say, and, um, and I truly enjoy reading them. So. Awesome. I had no idea that was a specific genre. When I looked at it, I thought, oh, Cindy Collins with a cozy mystery. I like that very much. <laughs> it's just it's something very... I came up with. Exactly. Um, I'm going to keep know, that in Cozy anyways. mysteries yeah. are huge right now. A lot of times they are um, specific, like um, you've got like one people that are bakers and they're, so it's based on their bakery and they include baking um, recipes or their sewing oh, okay. ones or um, you know, library ones or, you know, that type of thing. So. So sometimes I get sucked into, I don't know if it's Lifetime or which one it is, but it's like the, the little blonde gal that used to be on like uh, Young and the Restless or something. She's a baker and so she's solving mysteries yes, around the yep. town. And yep, uh, exactly. yeah, yeah. Yep, those so. were written by Denise Swanson. Oh, okay. Um, yep. And uh, yeah, and they turned them into movies on uh, um, Hallmark uh homer that's it yeah and i i i stumble right into those two and i get hooked because there's a little sass and she's a good baker uh and uh, all plays together so yeah that's yep, exactly even better exactly. yeah that's why when i read this i was like oh i know exactly who should be playing so and so when i read the book <laughs> <laughs> well hopefully someday but <laughs> absolutely so this is book one welcome home to murder uh right. book two is out already is that correct that is correct. Um, book two came out in January, um, and that is called um, A Very Merry Murder. Oh, um, awesome. I, I was hoping to get it out by Christmas, but that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> and then my third one actually comes out June 30th, and that one's called Shamrock Shenanigans and Murder. June 30th. Okay, so coming out at the end of the month, Shamrocks, yep. Shenanigans and Murder. Yep. So. Outstanding. So there seems to be an <laughs> Irish theme here. Uh, what inspired that? I love Ireland. Um, my husband and I have been there twice. Um, it's just so incredibly beautiful. And part of it was there's not many, if like, I think there's only like one or maybe one or two other cozy mysteries that are actually done in Ireland. Um, where the United States, cozy mysteries done in the United States are, I mean, you can find a cozy mystery probably that's written in every single solitary state. Um, so I was kind of trying to go for something different that I could hopefully bring a little bit of Ireland into everybody's day. So oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Cause I, first thing I think of cozy mystery, Ireland, like small towns, everybody knows what's going on. There's just like a lot of community. So it, like for my brain, I'm like, that's perfect. Of course, I love Ireland so much myself and Scotland. Um, and when I went to Dublin a few years ago, I was just like, I think I am home. I'm looking for houses to rent, you know, exactly. <laughs> it just like yep, it, grabs you. So yep. I keep telling my husband, I want to retire there, but I think we'd have to win the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yes. Or just spend a lot of, spend as much time as there is possible and then exactly. come back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so, so end of the month. Oh, awesome. Awesome. So. Uh, I want to make sure we plug this several times throughout our little talk, just so I can make sure people get a chance to find you. So obviously the one main place would be cindycline.com. That's your website. Um, books are on Amazon, correct? Uh, they are on Amazon. Um, the first one you can actually should be able to find pretty much anywhere. 
Um, the second one, I believe, is just for right now. It's just Amazon, but it's um, if you have international travelers mm-hmm. or international um, uh, uh, listeners, listeners, thank you. Um, then it is available on Amazon, like you know, in India and UK uh-huh. and Australia and uh, you know all of those. So outstanding. Um, and then you have a Facebook as well, Facebook group, uh, Molly McGuire. Cozy Facebook Mysteries. group, yep. They can just search Molly McGuire Mystery or Cozy Mysteries, and it should come up. And you can join the group and um, get breaking news and everything Molly, and talk about Ireland and all kinds of interesting things. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I've noticed that several times you've asked questions about the recipes and if people want to have them. And so, I haven't got to spend near as much time in the groups as I hope to, but I'm certainly going to circle back to that some more because um, some other Facebook groups I'm in, it just it's like it's like a really neat little community. You get a lot of back and forth and ideas and and get to know people. And so I think it'd be cool to talk more about these uh, yeah. on there as well. And, it, and it's nice to know what my readers want or what they like or what they don't like or you know that type of thing. So um, you know, because I was told that. You know, one or two people that complain about something, they're just complaining, but you have three or more. <laughs> you need to pay there's attention. A, there's a trend and you might wait, like, I'm going to drop exactly. that down. You might yeah. want to listen to it. So, <laughs> but uh, yes, definitely. And then also too, um, right now from today through Friday, book one, um, the ebook on book one is actually on amazon.com for free. Um, you can oh, outstanding. With, with no cost at all. Um, and then, um, and then the second book is ebook is two ninety nine, and then the third book will uh, is two ninety nine. It will be two ninety nine when it gets published. So to clarify again, from today through Friday, the first book e download on Amazon, free. Correct. So, no anybody listening right now, there's no reason not to go click that link. If I'm doing my job halfway decent, that link will be down below when you watch this. You can click on that link. You can go check out the book, e-version. I got this as a paperback just because sometimes I like to read the paper still. Most books I have on the e-version, but I thought this is the kind of book you want to have on the shelf, you want to take with you so you can hand it off to somebody else or travel with it. So that's what it said to me when I just saw it and thought about it. I'm like, that's a book I need to carry. So I recommend having it, but Get the e-version. I recommend if you do get that, you're probably going to go buy the hard copy or soft copy anyways, just because it's one you want to have. So um, I think that's cool. Also, if they go to your website, cindycline.com, sign up between now and June 30th. Eligible yeah. to win a signed copy of uh, Shamrock Shenanigans and Murder, which uh, that should be a band or maybe the name of my biography also. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so they'll be, what I'm going to do is anybody who's signed up by June 30th, I'll put out everybody's name and hat and pick one and they'll get a free um, book and I'll email them and let them know. And they just let me know their address and I'll ship it out to them. Sweet. So, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to be, I'm going to be signing up for dang sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, I'll have all this down below in the description. If you have questions, We'll be able to get you in touch with, with Cindy for sure as well about how to, to figure out where these are. But uh, so I want to make sure we get that at least once. But I know we're going to circle back on that again. But I had some other questions, too, just if you don't mind about just sort of the background and, and like, you know, um, how long have you been writing these kind of stories and, and what got you to this point? Well, you know, I've been it was probably 10 or 15 years ago that I decided that I wanted to publish a book. Um, but at the time I had, you know, 
little kids and um, that type of thing and didn't really have the time, but I dabbled here and there. And what I really realized after my first attempt was I really sucked at writing a book. Um, and so I did, I spent probably that 10 or 15 years studying writing. Um, I don't have a, you know, writing um, background. I don't have a writing degree. I, to be honest, I am horrible at grammar. <laughs> and so all of that just kind of stopped me as well as um, really nervous about reviews because people can be mean mm -hmm. and you know and i'm sure they don't necessarily mean to be but um so that stopped me from publishing for a long time um and so then i ended up quitting my job at the company you and i both work for mm -hmm. um you left long before me but um i quit and then i was in the process of finding another job and gee COVID hit um, so I decided that, you know, this is a really good time to write my book. And it was, I, I think it was just the right time. I sat down in February of 2020 and wrote the book. It just, everything just, it just flowed. It, mm. I, I, everything just worked out really well. And I published it the end of June of 2020. So, wow. Bestest book I've ever written. <laughs> So from February to like February, you sit down, June, yep. it's getting published. Yep, exactly. So now, the publishing process, I'm curious about this as well. Did you self-publish? Did you go through Random I, House I or whatever? Self, nope, I did self-publish through Amazon. Mm -hmm. um, and let me tell you, if there's anybody out there that wants to write a book, um, that is the way to do it, in my opinion. Um, it's free, which is a huge plus. Um, I would suggest hiring an editor or finding somebody who um, can help you with that part of it, um, because that is probably the number one complaint of people I've learned on Amazon reviews is, you know, did you edit this book? Um, and I mean, I read a series of books that it was, oh my God, I mean, the, the premise was wonderful and oh my gosh, I could have sworn this woman had an exclamation point in every single sentence and it was so distracting and to where I couldn't finish the book, you know, but and I, oh. it was sad because it was a great, I mean, the premise was great. It's done in Scotland in a castle and you know, all this, you know, really good things, but it was just like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, uh, such a tremendous point. Yeah. Uh, just, yep, it's not, so. it doesn't change the, doesn't change the spirit of your writing or what your message is. It just gets it tuned and cleaned and, and like you said, 8,000 exclamation points. As soon as you notice like the first two, then that's all you're really seeing. And you're completely exactly. derailed from the actual content of the book. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah. I mean, I, you know, like, hey, how you doing? Exclamation point. <laughs> oh, I'm doing well, exclamation point. And so, yeah, so I mean, it just kind of brought home that you really need to edit these things. So um, yeah, so I um, did get it edited by a professional and, um, and it, it worked really well. My sales were decent, I thought, for a first-time mm -hmm. book. Um, I would love you know, higher ones, obviously. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I truly enjoy the writing. Um, it Sometimes it takes longer for the plots to come to me than it did that first one. But because I, I, I don't know if you figured out who it was 
in the first one, but I, I really try hard to make it a surprise because I hate reading a book and halfway through figuring out who did it. Yeah, I, you did well at that. I think there's things would come to light and people would be more in the spot like, oh, it could have been Steve. And then the way this first one rolled out is like who it really was in the end. And like it's, it's several things came together and you're like, oh, like I probably could have figured that out if I was like just being like super taking notes and maybe had a spreadsheet, but like it, it flowed well. And you're just like, aha, ah, now it all comes together. Cause then you, for me, it's always great when it like trips my memory back to certain things like, oh, when she said this or that yep. was like that and you're like, aha. So that really like fell into place for me really well with the book. And that's one thing I really liked about it is like when it comes to it, you're like, ah, I see it now. It's, you don't have to, there's not a giant leap of faith to put all the pieces together, but they were hidden well enough that they didn't smack you all along okay. the way. Yeah. That's what I was shooting for. So I'm glad. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. So um, when you write in these books, like, do you think of the end of the story and then write backwards or you're kind of like just start writing with the premise and, and get to the end at some point, it kind of all falls into place for you. Well, that is a very interesting question because as you know, my, in my studying of writing, it talks about pantsers or plotters and pantsers are those that fly by the planners are the plotters are the ones that sit there and do their outline and everything else i am kind of a combination of the two um what i did on my first one was i for about the first half of it i flew by the seat of my pants and then decided i really need to know where this is going <laughs> um and so then plotted the rest of it you know i did an outline mm -hmm. okay these are the things that i want to happen you know through the rest of the book the second one, um, that was pretty much, well, probably pretty much the same thing. Now, this third book, I had gotten to a point and had gotten stuck. And even trying to sit and think where I wanted it to go, I was having a lot of issues until somebody said to me, well, what's the ending? And it's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> so I sat down and started writing my ending and then it all came together. So then I knew where I was going, what I had to get to, mm -hmm. um, you know, and that type of thing. So, yeah. So I think I might try that a little bit more is write the ending first and then see what happens. So. Yeah. I think that's cool. Cause that always, that intrigues me of how people put that process together. And I, I probably be similar where I would just start talking and telling a story. And then at some point I'm like, okay, now I need to get over here. Now, how do I bring everybody around exactly. to that point? And I think <laughs> I think you probably drive yourself mad doing it that way too many times as well, though, I think so. Well, uh, let me tell you, some of my early writings, it was like that. It was just, I didn't do any plotting and I just kind of kept, you know, writing and writing. And when I had people read it, it tended to sag in the middle. And that's mm -hmm. the, that tends to be the hardest part to keep people's interest is the middle. Mm -hmm. And so I try to have something happen in the middle just to kind of spur it along. Um, and so if I, cause I'm, I'm afraid that's going to happen. I'm afraid it's going to say, and people are going to set it down and not pick it back up. <laughs> yeah. Certainly was not an issue with this. Yeah. Um, oh, boiled. Uh, how do you come up with the characters? I'm so curious to know that, like who's male, who's female, who's 
old? Who's young? Where are they from? Uh, all those cool things. Um, you know, well, with this one, my, my first attempt at writing was actually done um, up in, um, not upper Michigan is in the UP, but yeah. upper northern Michigan. Um, and so then I, you know, just came, you know, tried to find names that were Americanized and that type of thing. So on this one, I really tried to find more Irish names. Mm -hmm. um, you know, not that there aren't Tom, Dicks, and Harrys in <laughs> Ireland. True. Um, but I did try to come up with some Irish names that weren't too hard to pronounce um, or that you could, you know, like Siobhan, which I think is the most beautiful name, but it's spelled like S-I-O-B-H-A-N, you know. And I'm like, okay, how many people are actually going to know? It's going to start fights. <laughs> is what that's going to do. Exactly. So I tried to stick with, you know, basic Irish names um, type thing. And so, um, and then there's always the internet where you just kind of look up surnames because surnames was a big issue. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I didn't want to, you know, a good first name and then give them the last name of Smith um, you know, or something like that. So, so yeah, so you, you just kind of play, play around with them and, because you try to think, okay, what do I want this person to be like? And you try to find a name that fits it. So, awesome. Yeah, I think I'll it's... have to have Micah though in another. Yeah. Name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's the squirrely character to keep an eye on for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's I think it'd be neat to be able to give some people a certain kind of voice. Like you need like sometimes that that older person who just calls it like it is, but it's like super fair. I think that's one of my favorite types of characters. It, you know, sort right. of like just a little bit curmudgeonly, but mostly fair and just like ah, that's a bunch of crap. Um, so I think it's cool to give those people voice. But um, yeah, and that is something that I've been continuing to study because I don't think I'm quite as good as that. Well, I know I'm not as good as that as I want to be. And the one thing that I've learned since I've started writing is you never, to never stop learning, mm -hmm. you know, to not assume, oh, I've, you know, published almost three books. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I still don't really know what I'm doing. So it's, it's, it's a continuous learning. <laughs> yes. And I think something that I really enjoyed too, is how you painted the picture of the town. And I don't know if it's because I'd been to probably maybe similar, um, but I think just you did such a great job of like just painting what that place was. So when you're traveling there, are you taking notes or extra pictures or how are you soaking that in when you're in Ireland or even not, but just like looking at something online? Oh my, I, oh my gosh, we took so <laughs> many pictures on both of our trips that, um, I mean, I, we probably, we were there for the second trip, the second time we were there for like 16 days. And we probably took between my husband, myself and my son, we probably took over 3000 pictures. Um, and so that's a lot of it. I, um, I, I go back to those pictures and um, to remind myself what they looked like and things like that. And, and especially when we went in 1999, it's amazing how Americanized that Ireland has become between mm -hmm. 1999 and 2017. Um, you know, a lot of the pubs aren't called pubs, they're called bars. Um, you know, they don't have the, um, I mean, it, it probably, you know, you'd go to a pub and it was almost hard to find English, you know, Irish food, you know, because they were, you know, hamburgers and, you no, know. And, goodness, <laughs> goodness, that's not right. You know, that yeah. type thing, it's like, 
exactly. You know, it's like I didn't come to Ireland to, you know, come to a small town America. Um, but uh, um, so, yeah, so I, I actually, you know, also went back to the older pictures from 1999 and where there were smaller ones. And and I think a lot of it, too, is they have a lot more highways now. So mm. you oh. a lot of times you bypassed a lot of those small cities mm. that are those small towns that we saw before. Yeah, and we got lost a lot too. So that that adds to the adventure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really planned on being there twelve days. Ended up being there sixteen. So it was exactly. A <laughs> <laughs> because we couldn't find our way back to Dublin. But uh, yeah, but um, no. I mean, it, it is as you know, it's just an incredibly beautiful country. Mm. And the people. Um, the second trip, we hit Northern Ireland. Oh. Um, the first time we didn't because the troubles were kind of still mm-hmm. going on. Um, but oh my gosh, that was just amazing that if anybody's thinking about going to Ireland out there, try to find a couple of days to do Northern Ireland. Mm. Um, it's just incredibly beautiful. So, I mean, it all is, but it was especially extra, especially that's beautiful a, up there. So that's amazing. Um, so, so speaking of Ireland and Wally and all this, is, do you see this series maybe going from some other people or other parts of the world, or do you see Molly continuing on? Uh, or not um, sort of, I would uh, eventually like to do another series, whether I do it in Ireland or if I do it in the United States, that I haven't really decided yet. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see her travel a little bit because, you know, how realistic is it that, you know, this little village in, in Ireland that they're going to have, you know, 30 murders, um, you know, type thing. So, <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know if you're a, a, a British television fan at all, but there's a, um, a, a show that's been on for years and years called Midsummer Murders. And I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a great series. And I was watching one of the um, like you know bonus takes of the show, and they the guy who stars in it says, you know, I don't know why anybody would live in this county because you know they've had over you know like 300 murders in this you know 17 seasons. You know, that type of thing. So in that respect, yes, I would like to see her travel a little bit outside of the of her town of Dooley, um, you know, just to, <laughs> to, you know, bring that, spread the murder. Yes, I'm laughing extra hard because uh, full on huge fan of Murder, She Wrote. And I always laughed because I'm like, man, if I saw that woman anywhere, I'm getting the hell out of town because somebody's <laughs> dying. You know, and exactly. how many people's left in Cabot Cove, for God's sakes, like that place would be empty by now. So exactly. Same exactly. premise. They're like, we got to spread this around a little bit. So you know, but <laughs> still a huge fan. So, yeah, um, exactly. So, yes, I do, too. Then I, and I think that a lot, I, you know, that might have been kind of maybe what started the whole cozy mystery craze, you know, type thing or her in a little small town and an amateur detective and or amateur I, sleuth and that type of thing. So I had not put that together, but it makes perfect sense. And yeah, yep. you need your your basket and your bicycle and asking good questions. And so exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and not taking no for an answer. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> there is just that one thing. Yeah. Um, so um, one question that came up in my mind also is uh, any thoughts of making audio books uh, of these at some point or what's that process like? You know, it's, it's something that I need to look into. Um, I have a, a sister who that's all she listens to. Um, or audiobooks. I am, mm-hmm. you know, I guess I should be um, very happy that she actually has bought the ebooks. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that is something that I would like to look into. Um, maybe, you know, when I get to like the fourth or fifth book mm-hmm. <laughs> type thing, because I have no idea what is involved in that at all. 
So. Yeah, I think it'd be neat to, to go back and uh, if you got four or five in a series, then you could put them out. I think, again, that would be a, a hoot. But again, and I have zero idea how that works, but I think it would be fun to to hear those voices. I'll put it that way. Yeah, it, exactly. It would be. I was just thinking that it would be interesting to uh, to, to hear them. Um, I've, you know, not to go off a little bit here, but um, the Harry Potter series I've started to listen to on tape. I mean, I've read the books, I've watched oh, yeah. the movies and starting to listen to those on audio. And oh my gosh, that is just amazing. So, wow. So, yes, I would like to eventually do that. Uh, question again, too, on your, you talked about when you were home for COVID and you started writing and it just bammed. So now that you're looking at it from a slightly different angle, do you have like set hours in the day that no matter what, I'm going to be sitting here thinking or hacking or trying to be writing, or do you just let it happen? Yeah. <laughs> that is a very good question. So my, after my first, my second book, I think why that took me so much longer was because it was, oh, do I want to write today? No, I don't want to write today. Um, and then it was like, okay, I've got to write today because I have to get this book done where I have started this um, series, a, a, a plug for this wonderful, wonderful, wonderful person. Her name is um, Sarah Cannon, S-A-R-R-A-C-A-N-N-O-N. That she is an author of YA, uh, young adult books, but she is phenomenal um, at giving back to other authors. And so she's got um, a YouTube channel that um, she does that she's got um, a lot of, um, informational writing videos on there. But one thing that she does is she offers a class um, and it's called um, HB90. But what it does is you set goals in a 90 day um, increment. Um, oh. And so, and so we just, I just finished Q2. We're starting Q3. Um, and you basically set a day by, you, you set a weekly schedule. Um, so you like count up your, of your, you know, 98 days in that quarter, you go through the calendar and how many, how many days can I actually write on those days? So, yeah, so it is on my calendar on those days, on, on certain days that I write and I, you know, I sit down for, you know, one hour, two hour, three hours, depending on how it goes, um, to it, but at least to write, mm. um, you know, even if, because the one thing I've learned is, is just write and then you go back and edit. Just <laughs> so let it spill out and then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so like my first day, my first time around, it, it doesn't have a whole lot of description on uh, that type thing. Mm. It's just, you know, people talking, what she's doing or what they're doing, um, you know, the clues that she's finding, that type thing. And then I go back and fill in all of that other stuff. So. Um, and, and let me tell you that has made a huge difference because I started this book in March. So, and I'm doing it or getting it out the end of June. So, wow. so yeah, uh, I wouldn't have been able to do that without this, <laughs> without Sarah. So that, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, because yeah, I figured it out hour wise, yeah. it, it was it took me, it, I mean, it only took me about 60 hours to write the book. It just took me, you know, 98 days to, <laughs> almost 98 days to, to do it and, you know, to do those 60 hours in those 98 days. It's pretty intense, actually. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. on your, um, I'm always thinking about how people 
formulate their thoughts. Do you take notes in like structure and outline? Do you have a giant whiteboard where you're kind of writing things in big circles or is it all kind of one um, central spot? Actually, I, I do a couple things. One thing that I learned first book is when, when you're, you know, 40,000 words in, it's really hard to remember <laughs> what you did um, 20,000 words ago. Oh, so yeah. I actually have an Excel um, sheet that I keep track of chapter that I keep track of the, the page numbers, who my characters are, what happens and that type of thing. Um, oh, awesome. And that helps. Yeah, that helps a lot. And then I use a program. Um, it's a free program called PW Works that I keep track of all my characters in. And it's awesome because you can add your characters, you can add places, you can um, you can even add like maps of places. So I, because one thing I had to do is I had to make a map of Dooley so that I you know, knew where stuff was and I didn't <laughs> keep moving it around and, and things like that. And, um, you know, and like in the first book with the manor, I had to make a map of the manor so that I knew, you know, where stuff was and that type of thing. So, um, and it's great because you can actually, you know, so I would like draw these out and then I would scan it into my computer and you can actually add it right into this program and pull it up and voila, it's there. Um, but that's where I keep my description so that, you know, you don't have, you know, red hair in book one and, you know, blonde hair in book two. Not that that couldn't happen, but still. Different middle so. initial, et cetera. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, Is that something I, you could use to put like a map in the book or like a um I could of that probably nature? um if I if I had somebody that had a better um hand than me and they're drawing um yes I could probably do that <laughs> I've been trying to actually find if, if, if any of your listeners out there know of a program um there's a lot of programs out there um for like medieval um games and things like that mm. But it's very hard to, or at least I have not been able to come across um, a program that I could just, you know, build my little city. You'd think there would be. <laughs> like somebody out there, there has to be a program out there. Build, you know, make a program to do this. Uh, Simulate that would be yeah. a lot easier. So, but. That's a great point. Yeah, well, you never know. There is... If you want to talk about random, I think uh, the the collection of listeners at Far Reaches pretty well establishes that just random. Well, there you so, go. So you never know who's going to come up with what. So yeah, gang, if you know of anything that that Cindy could uh, utilize, get a hold of her on our website or contact me, and I could pass it along. But certainly, if we can bring something extra to that, that would be uh, helpful to bring an extra tool to the table, as they would say. Exactly, that would be awesome. So yeah, because now yeah, I. The one thing I cannot do is draw. Yeah, you know, I mean, my people are, you know, stick men and, <laughs> you know, I might use a colored, you know, marker to, you know, color their hair, you know, type of exactly. thing. But yeah, that's about as far as it goes. So, <laughs> you're like, I don't have any curved streets or anything because I can't even make a, you know, a curve. Yeah, you know, everything's just curves. Looks like graph yeah. paper. Don't judge me. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. <laughs> Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, oh. I always have to ask too, if somebody, you mentioned a little bit, if somebody wants to do this on their own, they're probably self-publish, but any other advice you would give to somebody who's thinking and sitting around like, I, I could probably, I want to do that. I want to try it. What would, what would you, what would you tell them? Um, the one thing that 
I wish somebody would have hit me over the head with a two by four. When I first started writing was it's everybody thinks, okay, I'll write my book and then I'll get my readers. <laughs> I think. And what I wish I would have done differently was um, start getting my readers first, which is of course kind of hard when you don't have a book out there, but um, even, you know, even if you went onto your, your regular Facebook page or whatever and said, Hey, you know, I'm um, you know, thinking about writing a book. Um, you know, I'd like to, you know, this is my premise. You know, if you're interested in hearing more about it, you know, sign up for my newsletter, you know, here's, um, you know, here's my website or, um, or, or however they want to get a hold of you through Facebook or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, because that was one of the things that, um, you know, I, I lost, um, I don't say lost, but I, I'm not very good at the whole marketing aspect. Um, and you really, really need to, um, and I've heard this is actually true. Even if you publish a regular publisher these days, you still have to do a lot of your own marketing. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I've, I've really stepped up my marketing on this book. Um, so hopefully between the, you know, the Facebook group and the newsletter and things like that, that I can really get, um, you know, the news of the book out there. Um, you know, Hey, give us a, you know, give me, a, give Molly a chance. She's gets in all kinds of trouble. <laughs> Absolutely. She's quite the character. And, and I think, you know, yeah, I hope totally agree. That's the best way to do that, but you're really hanging it out there too. I think, I guess you're extra committed to the point then that I am going to write this book because I just told right. everybody that yeah, I'm going exactly. to, holy crap, yep. now I have to. So yep, exactly. it's certainly that. Uh... Yep. Now I will admit though with my, I mean, I don't know how many Facebook friends I have, but I, my first book, the majority actually pretty much all um, of my marketing was done off of Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, as well as our old CEO from the company that we used to work with, such a sweetheart. He bought 50 of my books, <laughs> sent them to all of the offices around the world, um, as well as to all of the board of directors and, you know, that whole thing. And oh, so, so I cool. did, I think, get a few fans there. Um, and so, so it wasn't like I didn't have anybody and, you know, made my family each buy, mm -hmm. you know, 10 books each. Um, you know, type thing. So, so, so that was a good place to start. Um, but so maybe start that way, but then maybe for the second book, you know, try to get your email list going up and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. um, and just don't give up, you know, the one reason there were so many times that I wanted to give up, but I have a son that I did not want him to see me give up on my dream. You know, I thought, okay, what am I showing mm -hmm. him if, okay, it gets too hard, so I stop. And so that is, that is the main reason why mm -hmm. I kept going and eventually published my first book, which he has not read, by the way. What? <laughs> <For my second. laughs> which, I, which I give him crap about constantly. I, I will, Mom, well. I will. So, it's like, yeah, I'd I'm send so him a couple of COD just to be a pain in the ass. Yeah, like. exactly. So, yes, exactly. So yeah, I give him a hard time about that. So, but he is very, you know, you know, like I'll talk about my pop. Well, mom, why don't you do this or you know that type of thing? So he is very encouraging that way. Um, and you know, and you know, mom, how's it going and things like that. It's like, so that's good. At least he he is encouraging. He just hasn't actually <laughs> read the books. So. And if I recall, he did help take a lot of pictures when you were in 
Yes, he did. He did do that. (laughs) Yes, yes, he did. But uh, yeah, one of the things that I might actually have to do is one of the the coolest things that we did in Ireland was um, we went to Kong, which is where um, The Quiet Man was filmed. Mm, And they have a castle there called Ashford Castle. And, um, And I actually read this in a book. They do a falcon walk there. And we did that. What's going on here? Oops. Um, we did that, and it was the coolest thing. I mean, it was um, it was the three of us with a um, uh, instructor or bird guy, whatever you want to call him. Um, and they had these trained falcons, and you would, you know, they get on your oh, wrist, yeah. and you would, yep, and you would, you know, go like, you know, you put your arm up, and they'd fly away, and then you do the certain thing with your hand, and they yeah. would come and land back on you. They have little and, bells on the, the glove. Yep. Yeah. And that was just the coolest thing ever. So I really would like to do maybe a story based on something like that. So she would have to travel for that in that case. So, but because that was just so much fun. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Yep. I, I actually, random, random thing. I did that in high school. My really? science teacher was a falconer and he, we had like a little club and, and, uh, I, for some reason, we had one of like the only VHS cameras, the old big, like, you know, it looked like, oh, wow, like Studio Seven. And like, or we had one, but my dad's like, yeah, you guys can take it. So I was like the film guy for the falconry hunting and we go get rabbits and stuff in the middle of nowhere. But yeah, it was, it was crazy. I hadn't thought about it until you brought it up. But yeah, yes, <laughs> it was, it was just so cool. Now, true, you know, holding on to the bits of, you know, mice and things in your glove for them to come back and eat wasn't all the greatest. And, and yes. I was thinking, oh, that would be so cool to have a falcon until I'd have to go out and, you know, kill oh, things and chop them up. You have like, to, okay, maybe not. <laughs> and they're much larger than you even think, like, oh, that's a big bird. Like, they oh, are yeah. massive. Yeah, and, yeah. massive yeah. birds, but beautiful. So Very much. It was a great time. Yeah. So. You have to, like, weigh them almost daily so you know how hungry they are. And if you're going to go hunting, like, they have to be a little extra hungry. Yeah, it's a whole... Uh, Oh, it's a huge science to it. I'm yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah. It was crazy, yep. man. I'm going to get off on a falconry sidetrack, but yeah, talk about random yeah, topics. Yeah, sorry. Like, <laughs> but if anybody goes to Ireland, do that. It's really cool. <laughs> I was always thinking kind of training, you know, and you just let him go one day and he just never comes back. And you're like, well. Yeah, I know. I, I've always wondered easy. that. It's like, you know, <laughs> it's like, how many do they lose on a monthly basis? This is like the same falcon as last time I was here. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know what's interesting is they had said that most of them come from New Mexico, and they get shipped to Ireland from New Mexico. Can you imagine? You go to sleep in New Mexico and you wake up in Ireland. Like I know they're not tempted to fly home that way. I suppose (laughs) it doesn't look anything like it. Yeah, but yeah, uh, exactly. uh, (laughs) Gee, what happened? Shouldn't have. What did that? What did that mouse have in it? Yeah. The peyote mouse. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, um, okay. to try to get us totally back on track, track here. But. Uh, that's my specialty uh, is in the ditch. But um, so <laughs> third book's coming out end of the month. What, if I may ask, what are plans after that? Uh, book four. So, oh, awesome. Book four. I'm, I, I'm not sure if it's going to be based on Halloween, which Ireland does have. Or if I'm going to do an Irish Thanksgiving, which it doesn't, but as you know, Holly moved from, grew up in Ireland, moved to the United States to get married. Her marriage failed, um, so she um, moved back to Ireland, 
And so I thought that might be kind of something that, you know, to bring there from the United States that we celebrate that they don't mm-hmm. and, you know, being thankful. You know, so that it might be that. So I don't know. We'll see I, what <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. curious. I'm always curious, but yeah, I, I have to giggle a little bit too, because months myself and my friends, uh, we call St. Patrick's Day Irish Thanksgiving. And so uh, <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Well, the third one is done in, on uh, St. Patrick's Day, so. Ah, that so. explains the shenanigans. That's perfect. Yeah, and but, well, the shenanigans is the name of the bar, so. Oh, that's right. The pub yeah. That they, yeah. Yep. So. Shamrock, shenanigans, yep. and her. Oh, outstanding. Yep. Outstanding. Yep. So, yeah. again, so um, re- a review real quick. Uh, Cindy Klein, uh, you know, Molly McGuire, Cozy Mysteries. Website is cindycline.com pretty easy yep. to, uh, to get that. I'll, hopefully I'll, I'll get that all correct. It'll be down below again. Uh, available on Amazon starting today through Friday. The first book is free on ebook. Second one, I think it's $2.99 for yep. e-download. Uh, third book comes out on June 30th yep. on Amazon. Um, if you go to cindycline.com and sign up for the newsletter, you're entered in a giveaway for an autographed paperback copy of Shamrock Shenanigans and Murder, which I think everybody should go there, sign up for that. Can they get to the newsletter from the Facebook page as well? Uh, well, you st- you have to go to my website. So yes, you can go to okay. the Facebook page and that will link you to cindycline.com, but then you still have to sign up for the newsletter there. Ah, I, I couldn't link, I couldn't get it to work to link the one to I the can other. definitely understand that because yeah. Facebook, Facebook is fickle and so yep. <laughs> yeah i didn't want to give somebody the wrong information but also yes please go do check out the facebook group page as well search for molly mcguire tozer mysteries um and so everybody keep your eyes out highly recommend this is from the micro book of the month club welcome home to murder uh, i can't wait to read the second one it's on my to order list and um, awesome yeah Cindy, i can't thank you enough for coming on and, and sharing some insight and a little behind the scenes and a little side on what's coming on next and 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 the whole process and how um you went through to get to where you're at and where you're going next it's just been amazing well thank you and it's so good to see you again you as well i think it should be should we not we should not wait this long next time so um, no we should not and i will we'll actually be in florida in um late february early march so oh perfect. we might have well, to buzz by and see definitely you. got to swing by the hacienda and say hello yep. but uh yeah we'll we'll keep folks updated too um maybe after the second one comes or third one comes out and before the fourth or something we can we can come on again and uh, give oh, a little update that'd be awesome. see, how, uh, see how things are going. But uh, I would love to. Awesome. I'm going to hold you to that. And so okay. uh, I think we'll wrap up this episode of Far Reaches Extra. We thank everybody for stopping by. If you got questions, let us know and get a hold of Cindy or myself. Um, we'll do our best to guide you in the right direction. Hopefully everything we talked about will be down below in the description and we will go from there. And uh, everybody just uh, keep on reaching. Cindy, thank you so much. You are very welcome. Thank you, everybody.